Hey, what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? I appreciate y'all tuning in wherever you tuning in, however you tuning in. It's the BTSE 365 podcast, and I am your host, Mr. B. And uh, I'm going to get right to it, man. I thank y'all for tuning in, for real, for real. Um, one real quick before I get into it, shout out to both of my brothers. Um, my baby brother and my oldest brother both celebrated birthdays over this past week. Uh, my youngest brother just turned 16. Intelligent young man, got his head on right. You know what I'm saying? He focused on football, school, and, and girls. And hey, I mean, what more could I ask for? You know what I'm saying? He don't give us no trouble. He a good kid, uh, great kid actually, great teenager, uh, well mannered, respectful. Couldn't ask for a better baby brother. You know what I'm saying? So I appreciate him for being him. My oldest brother just celebrated a uh, year 41. He in year 41 now. Just dropped the album. Uh, it's, it's titled Dead. I'm sorry. The name of the album is titled Tonight by Desmond Brown. It's available on all streaming platforms. I'm telling you right now, is if you into that, you know, G funk, grown and sexy R and B. You know what I'm saying? If you like that '90s feel or whatnot, this is the vibe for you. Uh, don't break, baby. Don't break my heart. That's my probably my favorite song. Baby, don't break my heart. If you do, I fall apart. Yeah, that, that right there. That's my joint. But, um, man, that, this ain't what this is about today. Today, this episode, if you're reading the title of the episode, that's what it's about. Fuck the NCAA. And I'm going to get right to it. It's the BTSE 365 Podcast. You rockin' with your boy B. Hey, you know what it is. You rockin' with your boy B. The BTSE 365 Podcast. What happened? What happened? What happened? The BTSE 365 Podcast. It's your boy B. Okay, okay. We back. And I'm jumping right into it, man. I, again, thank you all. I, I really appreciate it. But I, I got to go on and get, get to business. And the business is this. The NCAA ain't shit, man. I, I can't I can't sugarcoat it, won't sugarcoat it. And um sorry for those who don't like strong language, but this episode it, it, it just bothers me to my core. You feel me? You got the NCAA who ruled James Wiseman eligible to play back in May. He was eligible, he was cool. But then all of a sudden after one game it, it, it come out that, you know what I'm saying, they're going to rule him ineligible to play. Based on a rule interpretation issued by the NCAA, University of Memphis freshman, men's basketball student athlete James Wiseman was going to be withheld from competition. However, based on an emergency temporary restraining order issued later today by the courts, James Wiseman was able to participate in tonight's game. This was from Friday night. When they played the University of Illinois, Chicago. The university is currently working with the NCAA staff to restore his playing status, and we are hopeful for a speedy resolution to the matter. Now, Wiseman has a court date on the 18th, I believe, of November. So, you know, that's where it is. Now, now you got to understand how these folk work. Because really, it's only these, I'm, I'm, look, if you're listening, it is what it is. 
Um, if you're offended, it is what it is. It's these old white folks who don't want to let go of their power and who feel a certain type of way about Penny Hardaway. It ain't got nothing to do with James Wiseman. Zero to do with James Wiseman. It's how they feel about this younger black man, new head coach with a lot of swag and a lot of style and a lot of power and a lot of money. And kids going to want to play for him because he look and act like them. They He reminds them of him. You know what I'm saying? So that's what the problem is. Now, Wiseman, if you're not familiar with the situation, he is from Nashville, Tennessee. He went to Ensworth for his freshman and sophomore year of high school. Then he moved to Memphis and played for Memphis East his junior and senior year. Now, he was also playing on Penny Hardaway's AAU team. So, you know, of course there's going to be some backlash or people feeling some type of way, like, oh, he'd have moved from the Ville to Memphis. Like, it happens all the time. Like, it happens all the time. It just so happened, this the number one player in the country. And, oh, by the way, he was verbally committed to Kentucky until Penny got the head coaching job in Memphis. See, that fucked a lot of people's plans up. While Penny was just in high school coaching these boys in AAU, it was all good. It was cool. It was smooth. It didn't matter, really. But as soon as he started getting in college ball, oh, no, 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 no. Them gatekeepers don't want to see that. They don't want to see that he out there with custom Louis V. Nikes on. I don't even know if you can call them Louis V. Nikes. They just custom steel Louis V. I don't know. They were fresh as hell. But, you know, so in 2017, I, I digress for a minute. In 2017, here, here's where things get funny. So, in May, like I said, he was ruled eligible to play, cleared in May of this year. But this is an official statement. However, based on information that necessitated a deeper investigation, the university began to work alongside the NCAA in investigating the matter. After several months of interviews and after a review of documentation, it was determined in the su- that in the summer of 2017, while James was a high school student and a prospective student athlete, Penny Hardaway provided $11,500 in moving expenses to assist the Wiseman family in their relocation to Memphis, unbeknownst to James, meaning James didn't know. He, he, he didn't even know. And then it says, particularly given the unique circumstances in this case, we're hoping for a fair and equitable relationship on James's eligibility. This is all coming from the University of Memphis president. So, here we go. He was cleared to play in May. Y'all heard that right. He was cleared to play in May. But, but, well, or however, based on information that necessitated a deeper investigation. Information that necessitated a de- meaning somebody got to talking. Somebody got to saying this and that and you know, it could have been somebody from Innsworth. It could have been somebody from Kentucky. It could have been somebody from UT. could have been somebody from Vanderbilt. It could have been somebody from anywhere around the country that had any stake in where James Wiseman could have potentially played college basketball. Want to know why? Because wherever James Wiseman could have potentially played basketball, they they felt like they were losing money. Because James Wiseman 
the big ticket as he goes by on, on, on Twitter and IG, I mean, he the number one player in the country, possibly the number one pick in the draft. You got a lot of great players out here, but if you got the number one pick in the draft coming to your school, that's a lot of money. So if he was playing for Kansas, if he was playing for Duke, if he was playing for Kentucky, you know, these quote-unquote blue blood programs, then, yeah, that's a lot of money. But since he decided to go to Memphis, it's a problem. See, Memphis isn't a place liked by a lot of people. The city itself, it, that's just the fact of the matter. A lot of people, eh, Memphis, you know, it'd be kind of frowned upon. you get a bad name because of whatever, you know, people put out a lot of stuff in the media about this and about that. I'm not from Memphis. I got a lot of ties to the city. Um, I'm there a lot. And I don't, I mean, if it's crime you're talking about, crime happens everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's something bad going on in a little town in Montana right now, probably. But people want to shed a negative light on Memphis. And I'm not here for it. I'm just not here for it. And, and a lot of people hating because you got Penny Hardaway over there, and he done brought in Sam Mitchell, former NBA head coach. He done brought in Mike Miller, former NBA champion, on his bench. They don't like that. They don't like that. They really don't. Like, what Ply say? You mad. You big mad. The NCAA just, they, they, they're bogus, man. They're a bogus institution. They're not even real. Like, how do you, who are you to say what these dudes can and can't do? And he paid for, now, now here's the, the, another tricky thing that I, I need to touch on. In 2008, because this is where it really, this is where the bigger issue is. Because 2017 is when the moving expenses supposedly were paid by Penny. Now, he was not the head coach of Memphis at the time. He was the head coach of Memphis East. The TSSAA let him play. They let him play. So, if Penny name is on some paperwork out there, eh, that's, that's not good. I will say, Penny... If you got your name on some paperwork, that's a rookie mistake, G. So that's just a rookie mistake. You're supposed to have somebody else handle that for you. You get one of your partners to handle that for you. You get your partner $11,500 to give to them in cash. You just get it in cash. Like, ain't no ain't no need in signing nothing for the movers. None of that. Give, if that's what you're going to do, you give Mr. and Mrs. Wiseman $11,500 in cash they get their shit paid for. Now, secondly, they saying in 2008, Penny donated a million dollars to the university for the Penny Hardaway Hall of Fame. I believe that's what it was. So that, in the NCAA eyes, made him a booster. So this is 2008 when he donated the money. That made him a booster. But is 2017 when the boy moved to Memphis... And it's 2019 when he played for the university. What they got to do with anything? Well, you know, he was a booster. So if he a booster, he can't be. Well, damn it. He, he shouldn't be able to coach none of these boys then if he was a booster. Shouldn't be able to recruit none of these boys that he didn't have play for him before if he was a booster. Like, come on, bro. Y'all just hating. You know, him and Rick Barnes had a, a back and forth last year after, you know what I'm saying, after the UT game which they going to see each other again this year in Knoxville, and I hope Memphis beat the shit out of UT. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's just that's just how I feel. Because Penny Hardaway, see, the one thing about Penny that people got to understand, 
like like Penny Penny, you know, Penny Penny from Memphis. He from Binghampton. Like he he from Memphis. Like he, he I, I liking it. That's man, Penny, Penny a Memphis cat, man. He ain't no he ain't no hoe. You're not finna just try to hoe him. You know, him him and Rick Barnes is going back and forth about players flopping and all that, you know. So that that that's where that that started, but I really think it's deep it's deeper root it's deeply rooted. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? It, it's deeper than it's deeper than ball. It's deeper than ball. So Memphis talking about Tennessee players flopping, Tennessee talking about Memphis players flopping. It is deeper than that. A lot of these coaches don't respect Penny as a coach in the college basketball world. And that's cool. Cause I mean some of these coaches are good coaches and some of them they just good recruiters. If you got the best players, then nine times out of ten, you probably gonna win. Now you now for Penny's lack of college basketball or head coaching experience, which he coached at a, at a middle school level, he coached at the high school level. Now and he coached on the AAU level. Now he coaching in the college ranks for his hometown. And you got Sam Mitchell on the sideline. I think he got a former head coach from uh, Ridgeway on his sideline too, if I'm not mistaken. So he got some. You know, he got some coaches out there now. He got a good pedigree of coaches out there now for these young men. So, let's not get it twisted. But you don't think some of those blue blood, quote unquote, college programs hate to see this happening because they know what it means. They still able to get, you know what I'm saying? It's only 15 slots on the team. It's only 15. You still able to go get your players, get you some players. But Penny, he got ties. I'm saying he got some ties that a lot of these places don't have. He got Nike ties, he got NBA ties. You know what I'm saying? That that helps a lot, a lot. And what young black child, 17, 16, 15, 18 years old, ain't gonna gonna want to play for Penny? You can get custom Nikes and Nike gear and all that type of stuff. You might see money bag yo, young Dolphin, little baby. Or, Yo Gotti, uh, Rick Rock, anybody, Future, anybody at your games or your practices. John Morant showed up to one of their practices. You know what I'm saying? Like, stuff like that. You can't get that at Kansas. You can't get that at Kentucky. I'll tell you. you can't get that at Duke. You can probably, Mike can get something like that, but not really because Duke is in some rural town in North Carolina and Kansas in the middle of nowhere. You know what I'm saying? You see how they reacted to Snoop Dogg showing up with dancers and a money gun. Hell, they would have loved that shit in Memphis. Wouldn't nobody complain about nothing. <laughs> but, you know, here we go with this. So, man, I'm my, my whole two cents on it is, man, fuck the NCAA. Penny Hardaway, get your shine on. James Wiseman, get your shine on. They got this injunction. On the 18th, we going to find out what the real business is. And that's all I got to say about that. Oh, yeah, free Chase Young, too. He got a four-game suspension over some bullshit. He got a loan from a family friend. He repaid the loan. Wanted his girlfriend to see him play in the Rose Bowl. I mean, come on, y'all. Like, when is enough enough? But people don't want to see players get paid for their likeness and image because it's going to make it worse. I mean, as long as they can get paid, I don't care. Oh, well, it's only going to be the top few. Well, look, what about dude that's on the end of the bench? Well, dude on the end of the bench, A, need to work harder. B, go out here and find you a little hustle. If it's a car lot in your little college town or city that's willing to pay you a few hundred dollars 
to come do commercials or do an autograph signing or do a basketball clinic, go do it. You can go back to your hometown and make a few bucks now off your name, go do it. You might not be the biggest person at that campus, but you can go back to your hometown where you might be a hero. Go do it. It's all about perspective, dog. You got to take the opportunity and run with it. Because these folks up top, they don't want to see you shine. They're not trying to see you shine. You think they give a damn about, man, please. So, like I said before, I say it again. Fuck the NCAA. And if you're listening, I thank you. I'm out. I got more to come. On the next show, you're going to hear me talk about Bama's chances of making it to the college football playoff. Um, like, subscribe, share, tell a friend to tell a friend. It's the BTSE 365 Podcast. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the uh, three-point conversion. My homie Raphael down in Atlanta. We got some things in the works. Y'all going to be hearing about that soon. You're going to be seeing it soon. And, yeah, just be on the lookout, man. I'm always working. Peace. BTSE 365. <laughs>